Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here are my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? It's going pretty swell as we enter... Week nine of the fantasy football season. Everything goes by so quickly when you're having fun. So uh, we're uh, got about what five, four, four more weeks, five more, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, five more weeks till the Solid. playoffs. Solid math. So wait, we are on week ten though. Now we just finished week nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so four more weeks. Four count, more weeks. You got to count this week. This week so is four, week ten. We, we. You're f- right. We finished week. You're 10. right. Yep. Until yeah. the playoffs. 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 Yeah, so we're close. Four weeks, then playoffs. So that that the, the the dynasty buy sell window. We're still in the we're still in the thick of things here. We're still in it. Yeah, right now there's some uh, you know especially in a lot of the leagues that I'm in. There, I feel like there's a, a couple of really good teams, a couple of really crappy teams, and literally everyone else in like every league that I'm in for whatever reason this year. I think it's all the injuries and. Everyone trying to navigate bye weeks and all sorts of stuff. And bye weeks are going to like week 12 or something our, crazy this year. So. Our Nerds Devi League, the last place team is three and six. And so it's literally like three and six all the way up until like teams five, yeah. like six through 12, all three and whatever it'd be three and six. I know a lot, a lot, a couple of leagues. I was like, if I lose this week, I'm going to be a seller. And then of course I win in them, you know and I'm like? <laughs> so now right, I'm a maybe. I'm a maybe still <laughs> cool. I've One seen more a couple week. of those, man, where like guys, I'm like, Hey, I, I, you're not in this. Let's make a deal. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me see if I win this week. And exactly. I'm like, oh, okay, come on. And then they win. And I'm like, you, like you, you're still not in it. In one of those leagues, I won by 0.25 points. Ooh, big time. 0.25. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I'm, I told myself I lost. I was going to be selling, but I guess I'm not. <laughs> you're still a winner. <laughs> if not. you want to be a real loser, start selling. I have a good team and I have people that will be, be coming back. Miles Sanders will be coming back. Um, Austin Eckler at some point will be coming back on that Fingers team. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with it just in case. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Miles Sanders, the humdinger out there scoring the big time points. He's doing pretty well when he's playing. It's just that he hasn't, he hasn't been playing. Nobody's much. playing at the running back position right now. It's really not. But it's James know, Robinson versus the world. We got some guys coming back. We got Nick Chubb coming back this week right. yep. uh, versus the Houston Texans. We got Joe Mixon coming back. You mentioned Miles Sanders. We have Miles Sanders coming back this week. So three big-time names coming back. And we, we can ex- what do we expect from these three? Now, starting off with Nick Chubb, and it's an interesting case because in PPR leagues, Nick Chubb was running back 15 overall with cream hunt in there still a dynamic runner but in ppr leagues he was running back 15 a high-end running back too cream hunt weeks one through four with uh nick chubb running back seven in ppr leagues Uh, twice as good as nick chubb without nick chubb cream hunt running back number seven overall now the nick chubb is a little deceiving because he only really had three games that fourth game wasn't a real game because i think he was like running back like 12 before that that's fair. So yeah, that fourth game kind of knocked his points per game down, but still running back one nonetheless. Right. Are these are, are so? What are we doing with these guys in dynasty right now as they come back? Are we like Joe Mixon for example? Like Nick Chubb, he's he's a hold. He's a solid hold. Uh, absolutely. Yep. Is, are, are we still very confident in Joe Mixon? Because Joe Mixon's one of those dynasty players that comes with 
like a very high persona when it comes to draft capital or, or what you have to give up to to get him. And he's really just been somewhat of a roller coaster. I mean, he finished yeah. the year strong last year, had really only one good game this year. What are we doing with Joe Mixon in Dynasty? I mean, we know hashtag two to three year window, right? And if you don't, because you're a new listener, the way we play Dynasty or the way we've kind of talked about the show or like how I play Dynasty is hashtag two to three year window. You're never going to get, unless you're an elite outlier at running back, is you're only going to get two to three years out of a running back of elite production. That's that's the normal. And we went through a show a couple of years ago, the history of this, and actually showed that that's all you get is about that, two years. And if you're it, running man. back one yep. once, the odds of you being a running back one again are very slim margins, under five percent. Yep, it was very, it was, it was startling how how few actually made it back to that plateau. That's what it's it's yep. it's why we'd always press in dynasty sell running backs, sell running backs, sell running backs. Get a draft pick and a player. Get a draft pick and a player. Draft a guy, and then get a guy like Antonio Gibson. Draft a guy and get a like guy like Antonio Gibson. So Joe Mixon, a young running back, signs a big contract. We like what Cincinnati's doing there in Cincinnati. We like what Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's doing. Cincinnati. doing Cincinnati. We like what they're doing everywhere. <laughs> yeah, hey, like, in like all them. the cities. I like them away as well. Just Listen, not, not just at home. We really like what Cincinnati's doing out there in Cleveland. Okay, right. <laughs> Joe Mixon. What are so? If you own, I own Joe Mixon in the league. I'm quite a few. Matt, I've got no Mixon shares. No, no Mixon. You don't get to talk. He's Nixon the Mixon. Okay. We are I'm Mixon not, with Mixon. Not a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> your nose isn't big enough i promise i wasn't spying on these other shows stealing their information rich dynasty Gates. gate <laughs> wasn't me um for me as a mixing owner i have mixing in one league okay and i'm hoping i'm hoping come draft day that i can move him now the league i'm in it's it's a it's a league it's our original 17 year old league yep and the bottom dwellers are the bottom dwellers. This year went, this is a weird year. If you pay attention this summer, you heard about the league, but it's like the top's the top and the bottom's the dot bottom. And there's no, no there's no in between. It's like where the two oceans meet and they're clearly different colors. That's our league. So I feel like, hey guys, you want Joe Mixon? Can I have your top six pick? And they're going to be like, no. <laughs> so I know we're going to talk about some uh, 21 players next right. year. So that'll make it really interesting when we, we get into that. Is there, is there what running backs right now? Um, and our producers are one of our top Debbie experts as well uh, when it comes to these incoming class. Is there a running back in this class right now or more than one that you would sell straight up on the dot for Joe Mixon? What's his name, Garrett? The only one I would consider doing that for is Can Travis. Travis Etienne? Yeah, Travis Etienne. Travis. He's the, he's the only one. Uh, there, You could make an argument that there's another guy in that top tier. I'm not quite putting him there. Uh, I know Jared's a little bit higher on him than I am, but that's Najee Harris out of Alabama. Uh, and then there's a fairly significant drop-off, in my opinion, after those two. Like, for me, it's ETN, Najee, and then the next group of people. Uh, so it's not like this year's class where it's like, just get in the top four and you'll be happy. This is more like you kind of need to get 101 in a 1QB in a league. Okay. Wonder Kid Jared Wackerly. Is there any... Is there any running back in this draft class you would tra trade straight up for Joe Mixon? Literally just swap picks. Probably so, not. Probably not. No, nah, I'd want to hold on to Joe Mixon. Those okay. other guys are still a little unproven, of course. So I wouldn't. I'd, I'd hold Joe Mixon. 
okay. as opposed to Najee or Travis. Yeah, and even with that, I, I'm not even sure I would do it. That's the only one I would even consider. Consider. So Joe yeah. Mixon's a whole when it comes to straight draft capital. I like Mixon. I'm high on him. So Right. Well, And and we saw this offense Jared start. Jared's smoking weed in the, behind I mean, look at their offense, yeah. dude. T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, like Joe Mixon, like they're building something over there. They I'm, really are. I and wanna, the, they just He just signed the contract. I want something that's going to be there for a while and has the potential to be a top RB1. And one of the things we were starting to see right before the injury, unfortunately, was he had two games in a row where he had over six targets, which was really kind of always the big thing with Mixon was, will he get involved in the passing game? Because we're fine with what he does between tackles. It's will he catch passes. Two games in a row, over six targets. We'll see what happens, though, with the missed time. That can always be kind of weird and awkward. But I think moving forward, that'll probably be the case. I mean, it's the big thing with any running back. It comes down to their PPR ability, right? I mean, if you're going to be an elite fantasy football running back, and for more, for continually, you have to be involved in the passing game. I mean, like we talk about all the time, we'll take the strictly just the passing game running backs over the in-between tackles, guys. That's why I don't love Derrick Henry, even though Derrick Henry is still a running back one. But even when you get Derrick Henry as a running back one, you still get those games where it's like, okay, 10 points, 12 points, you know. And then you get those big games where it's like huge, which keeps them into those that upper echelon of running backs. Right. He's, he seems to have two or three of those per year. Like, that really boosts him up. But um, for the record, Mixon, I, I – I think I wouldn't trade him straight up for any sort of draft pick going into next year. Just hearing this, you know, how, how shallow the pool is there at running back. Because uh, like like Jared said, he's in a great offense. And as long as he's going to be getting targets, um, and, and he has been in the passing game, I think he's at least a viable guy to, to hold on to where you can expect to at least get borderline running back one numbers. Because I think that's what he's shown in the past. Yeah. He's right there in that, you know, 10 to 14, 10 to 14, 10 to 15 range, I think, uh, for his outcomes. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, as a mix and owner, there's no running back I was thinking about going into. There might be some running backs I want to attack um, in the offseason if I can, like a guy like J.K. Dobbins, mm-hmm. um, for example, yep. is somebody who I'd love to make a move for, like Joe Mixon. He's somebody I'd be even willing to going into this offseason. I hope Joe Mixon has an okay finish because I wouldn't mind getting a little bit younger with J.K. because ha- I'd like to see him as a man next year in Baltimore. Like I'm really excited about him going into 2021. He's a Absolutely. great buy for me. He falls right in that category. I know we have some of these guys later, but like what seems like an overpay today is an underpay tomorrow. Yep. That's what JK right falls yep. right into that bill right there. I thought about choosing him as my player that we're going to talk about later in that category. But I think we've, we've talked about him before under that, um, under that namesake. So Joe Mixon probably is for me too, as a guy right now as a hold, Mm-hmm. Um, unless I can get a running back and a player or another running back that I love because, I, I like Jared said, they're building something there in Cincinnati. And for the most part, they're going to get him involved in that passing game. We really just need to shore up the offensive line, which we hope they do with their high draft pick going into next year. Yep, absolutely. I, I'm, all, I'm all in on Joe Mixon. I, I, we've, I've kind of been the default truther. Uh, on the show. Of you all definitely that. have. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm definitely in on that, but we, we mentioned Nick Chubb uh, a second ago, and I do think it's interesting because it, you, you alluded to it. Is this actually going to help Kareem Hunt's value now that Nick Chubb is back? Like, do we expect Kareem Hunt to actually be more valuable with Nick Chubb in this offense? No, cause he's been running back. He was, I did. I looked, I looked at it for my uh, show last week for my TV show. And it, mm-hmm. he was, cause I had, it was a listener question. And he was running back seven overall with Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. He was number running back seven overall without Chubb. So you so think he's he, just going to? He literally it. didn't move. The, he stayed the same 
all the way through. So he was running back seven, which is a, a mid-range, high and almost running back one. But so, in the beginning, though, we had a lot more running back options. Running back seven at this point in the season, there's a lot less players out there. It was Miles Gaskin out there. It was, you know, it was those guys. Is running back at seven, the midpoint in the season, the same as the first three weeks, four weeks? I think running back seven is the same no matter where you put it. It's right around running back seven. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is there was a larger pool of players uh -huh. that he was beating to get to that ride or okay. running back seven spot. He was beating 40 players before to get to that spot. Now he's only beating 20 players to get to that spot because there wasn't a lot of good guys left. Yeah, right. Right. Guys Austin like, Eckler's out. Austin. Austin Sanders missed time, all that. Christian McCaffrey. That's right. Right. Yeah, a lot of people that were ahead of him or right there with him kind of fell back from the past. So he kind of got it like by default. Well, but you would still expect him to drop back. But you're, you're still, we're still in the same situation though with him. Like there's still running right. backs that are going to be out. You know, sure. and just because we have three guys coming back doesn't mean nobody else is going to go back out. It's, it, we're gonna, we're gonna lose somebody Definitely. else. Definitely. It, it happens every single week. So, I, I mean, even if he falls back to running back twelve for a, a number two running back on your team, yeah, you're still stuck. A guy that you didn't look at being as a running back one going this year, being you almost looked at the flip flop, the him to be running back fifteen, right? Like that sure. high end running back number two. Sure. So, and right now that's enough. Those kind of guys, if you have a low end running back one or a high end running back two, those are good enough guys to get you mm -hmm. a championship. As long as you have a good core everywhere else. If you have the good receivers and you got the good tight ends, it's why it's so important to build that core of a good young tight end to have good wide receivers to go with your quarterback and just find these pieces at running back. I mean, again, cause you don't need a, you don't, Two elite running backs on your team. Say you have Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. That's great. You know, that, that's good enough to carry you to playoffs, but they're not good enough to help you win a championship because most leagues are going to play three wide receivers and a tight end. Mm -hmm. So the running back points are nice, but you're not going to find those good run wide receiver numbers on through just picking up somebody off the waiver wire or making a low-end trade, right? Or trading for that old receiver, right? There's no, no old receivers out there putting up these big-time numbers. You definitely need a mixed bag um, when it comes to, you know, winning a championship. You're not going to win it based off of any two guys at any positions, really. So, I mean, I, I guess you got to have diversity throughout throughout your whole entire roster no matter what. But here, So, it's easier to trade a guy like Christian McCaffrey, right? So, it's easier to trade a guy like Christian McCaffrey for a Kareem Hunt, right? Who's sure. a low-end running back sure. one. And say it's a, a, a Stephon Diggs or, you know, which I know it sounds crazy because you don't like Stephon Diggs as much, but why, Stephon Diggs is wide receiver four on a year, right? He, he's moving up my boards. You'll be surprised to well, find out. Okay. Or DK Metcalf. So if you want to get younger, right? A DK sure. Metcalf, an AJ Brown. Mm -hmm. So you can move Christian McCaffrey for a Kareem Hunt and a stud receiver. A, a, yeah, a DK Metcalf, an AJ Brown. If you want to get those guys, and now you're so now you're getting Cream Hunt, right? Who's about the same age as Christian McCaffrey off the right. gate, mm -hmm. not the same numbers. Where you know, just like we said, when Christian McCaffrey comes back, he puts up thirty points a game. Not that Mike Davis eighteen points a game. What he come back this week? Thirty points in a game. Tore up. And then you, you get a Cream Hunt who's going to average about seventeen, which is a little bit about half of that. But then you get the AJ Brown side. Not only, you're getting a 23, 23 year old receiver. They're going to be able to start for seven years on your roster as a wide receiver one, essentially. And that running back, they, again, you get to just cycle through in your rookie draft. Because, again, now you're just looking to draft running backs. It helps in your rookie draft. Like, okay, I draft this rookie receiver. Odds are he's not going to be a CeeDee Lamb and be a wide receiver one or one of these young rookie wide receivers or wide receiver one. But you can draft an Antonio Gibson who's going to be a running back one. You can grab those guys in the draft or trade for those guys. So it's not a bad idea when you get these guys who are, are going to get hurt as they're at the running back position most likely. Look at Saquon. Look at Christian this year. Look at Nick Chubb. 
Look at these guys. And then flip them for, if you want to get that young stud receiver, those are the moves you make. You make them for the Christian McCaffrey's, the Saquon Barkley's, and then grab like a guy like Kareem Hunt, um, a guy like James Robinson. You probably get A.J. Brown, James Robinson, and maybe like a second for Christian McCaffrey, something along those lines. You better be able to do better than that. Probably better than that, yeah. actually. Probably good. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, probably better than that. And but, he's averaging almost 19 points a game. Who? Right. James Robinson. James Robinson. So, I mean, he's still going to fill in mighty fine for this year if you're a contender. But it's, it's, an, easy, it's, an, easy, it's an easier swap it than is. trying to go to get a Christian McCaffrey because you're always paying more for the Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely. Yep. So that's the whole point of that conversation. Miles Sanders comes back. We talked about him as well mm-hmm. coming back. What do... Do, so Matt, you were talking about Miles Sanders. Like he, when he's played, he's looked good. I don't I mean on a points per game basis, he's running back eleven. He's he's scoring about sixteen back points. Running back one. Okay. Yeah, so, so I mean, you know, he he's definitely worthwhile. I don't. I think you were poo pooing him a little bit, saying that he's not really well, scoring the points. I mean, for the last few years, he's just not in the field. For the last, yeah, for this year, he's been a little dinged up. He's missed one, two, so, three. The other three tricky games part about their bye week. So the I other mean, tricky part about Miles Sanders is, and he's played really well. But he's basically done most of his damage in both of his big weeks on one really big play. Yeah, big like, 75 right. yard run. So that's the scary part is he had to basically make those plays. Right. The offense isn't supplying that right now with their offensive line. So it's a little bit it's deceiving. scary. Yeah, no, it's deceiving. It's it's just like still still better than having to trot out there some of the guys you've probably had to right. in his absence, but Absolutely. And, you know, he hasn't been getting a lot of work in the passing game, but or a lot of catches anyway, but he's getting targets. He's getting seven, eight, yep. four, four, and two in, in the targets. And that was the, the two was obviously in the game I think he got injured in. So um, it's he's a guy that I think, you know, the hype was way out of control. And, and if you listen to us, you probably right. you might even sold him in, the, in this past offseason. But I think he's he's starting to cash in a little bit uh, this year when he's healthy. So I, yep. I do like him as a player. And I'm glad to see him back. If you know, if you have shares of him, I'm sure you are as well. I have a couple of shares of Miles Sanders. I'm very stacked to be back. But again, falls in that category of are you willing to move? Well, we said it before the year. The hype was so high. you got running back one hype. Like you got to sell. We we had right. we did a show. We like you have to sell Miles Sanders today. Right. You have to. The the values way outproduced like what he's even ever done or what he could possibly do. And here we are, week seven into the season. Ten. We're, <laughs> ten, Richard. Uh-huh. One, carry the nine. Yeah, you're right. It is a ten. We're ten weeks in to the season. Uh, are going to well, be nine weeks in. This is week ten. Matt, Garrett, what kind of arithmetic are you throwing <laughs> on here? Addition, subtraction. I mean, what is this, elementary school? I can't keep up. I know. I only have so many fingers. I know. What are we going to do after this week? Toes. I'm out. Toes. I'm out, guys. Start counting the I'm toes. <laughs> well, we you do have good feet. <laughs> yeah, you want to no, we don't need to do we, we don't need to, be, we don't need to This go isn't there. that show. <laughs> so if, if Miles Sanders comes back, let's, let's assume he comes back, he pro, he produces about running back 11 where he is at right now on sure. average points per game basis. Are we hold it we said Joe Mixon's a hold. Is Miles Sanders a hold for you guys as well? I mean, I think just due to the fact that his his value is so high in the offseason and he's been a little nicked up, I think he's a hold. At this point, because it's come down quite a bit, and, and, and no, I'm saying end of the season. End he, of the he season, he finishes as running back eleven, and the end of the season on the points per game basis. He I, finishes I have running no, back 11. I have no problem selling them. No, because I, I mean, I think you know this is two to three window, two to three year window. Hashtag it. Yeah. yeah. So he's got next year, yeah. and he'll burn out next year, and the value still might be there before the contract extension. Here's the thing: I'm a little bit scared about, and this this goes into our Devi conversation as well. But we have 
one guy I feel great about in this class and about three or four I feel okay about at running back. A lot could change. The Pac-12 hasn't even started yet. There's still time for guys to emerge like Clyde Edwards-Alaire did last year. Um, But So I'm worried about that. And then in 22, I don't have anybody that I'm thrilled about right now. But that changes so quickly at running back. It does, but we we saw that already in their freshman year. We're seeing it again this year. There's some okay players, but there's no like... How long were we talking about DeAndre Swift coming up? You know, how long were we talking? Yeah. Like Jonathan Taylor, we knew pretty quickly, like, oh, this freshman just hit. There's really yeah, nobody in that class it. that's like, oh, we're thrilled. Like there's Brees Hall, uh, Isaiah Spiller, Eric Gray. Like there's some okay guys. But my worry is I don't know that we're going to get that many elite running backs coming up soon. So to sell these guys. You might be up Right, up a creek there, there a might not be many players but to replenish. That, but that's that. not the move you have to make necessarily. I'm not, I'm not saying it has to be for a rookie. So for Miles Sanders, let me give you a couple names here. Okay. Okay, Miles Sanders or J.K. Dobbins? Dobbins. Matt? That one's closer than I thought it would be, but I think it's Dobbins as well. And you might yeah. be able to get a little bit with Dobbins, honestly. You might be able to get a little bit more with that. If you're definitely if you're yeah. running back 11 on the year, you might be able to get a 21 second and Dobbins. For Miles Sanders. DeAndre Swift. I still have to go Sanders, even though I'm not a big Sanders guy. So I, see, see, here's the thing. I don't, this is not me poop on Sanders too, because no. if you go back sure, to his rookie breakdown, I loved his college tape right. coming out of Penn State. I absolutely loved it. One of my favorite rookies coming out. He was our number two overall rookie coming out that yep. year. So. He, he definitely was. So if you told me that DeAndre Swift was the number one ball carrier he was getting. 70% of the snaps or something like that, and and Matt Patricia was gone and not the head coach, I would pick DeAndre Swift because I think he's a better running back than Miles Sanders. But for the situation, I'm going to stick with Miles Sanders just because I I, I think Doug, Doug Peterson's and, and the rest of the coaching staff there is better. I'm about to get this guy over here. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Miles, DJ Dallas, I'm in. <laughs> Miles Sanders or Jonathan Taylor? Oh. I would take Miles Sanders one million six hundred eleven times out one out of one million six hundred twelve times. Here, here's the thing: I I saw some things that I really liked this week. Uh, he was starting to he was starting to hit the holes, starting to make some gashes, nine, ten, eleven yard runs, like looking good. And then he fumbled and didn't get the freaking ball again the rest of the game. Yep, I was actually driving when that happened. I was like, ooh, a fumble. It, That's not. It broke my heart because it was and it was against yeah. Baltimore. Like he was running good. Against Baltimore, and then what were some, what were some Jonathan Taylor concerns coming out? Uh, fumbling. Yeah, that was a concern. It was eighteen or something. This first one. Eighteen fumbles. Hey, real quick. So we ran a poll on the Nerds Twitter account. How are we feeling about these Jonathan Taylor shares right now to the Nerd Herd? Forty-six percent of twelve hundred votes are in panic mode. Panic. Yeah, so almost half. So yeah. I'm buying from those people. <laughs> so you're saying there? I'll a give chance. you a third. So it's about fifty-fifty. <laughs> Some people are saying not his fault. Thirty-seven percent. No concern. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's way too early. It's way too early just to be bailing ship, right? Like, it's yeah, like, you can't. You can't just be selling no. for nothing. Yeah. Like, you don't hit a, an ice cube in the water and start abandoning ship, right? You gotta hit an iceberg. <laughs> so Dead. right now you're just in some ice cubes. So you're like, ice, oh, ice cube. Dead ahead. Yeah, this this looks <laughs> chilly. <laughs> Where's my tea? So um, yeah, I agree. I'm I just only went to the wrapper. Just like a bunch of them floating in the water. <laughs> Ice cube, iced tea. Ice in there. cube, iced tea. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, it, it's too early to be selling Jonathan Taylor. I have a lot of Jonathan Taylor shares myself, just the way it went into. I could look at the Dynasty GM to see how many shares I do have of them in my leagues, but do I'm not selling it, as well. Do it. 
to I'll, it. I'll have to get there. All right, fine. Um, you can't even find it. It's on there. Okay. <laughs> it's on there. I got it. it. So we said, so Miles Sanders, you'd rather have Jonathan Taylor. You would rather have Sanders. And I would rather have Sanders yep. as well. Um, Miles Sanders or Clyde Edwards Alaire. You're that, a dead air machine over that, here. That's a, that, you're need, making it sound like it's super easy. Yeah. Is, dude, the first one that pops in your head, is they always say, if you want to make a decision, yeah. flip a coin and you'll, you'll know which one you want. Whatever one side you hope it flips lands for, that's what you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Sanders. <laughs> I'm going to go Clyde Edwards Alaire. I think he bounces back. You know, this is one of those things where Andy Reid is, he's going to get him the ball. And a little he's, bit more involved in the passing game this week. Yeah, he's going to get him the ball in the passing game, which is what I was going to get to there. Uh, the- <laughs> I was trying to figure that out. <laughs> For those of you just listening on the podcast, Rich is doing some weird gyration with his hands. Just watch the YouTube channel. Just, just watch, watch it. it. Yeah. Don't even listen. Just watch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't even need volume. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Clyde Edwards Alaire is the guy for me. All right. Last one for Miles Sanders. Last one. This one is going to be the toughest one of all. Okay. All right. Actually, no. I actually have another real one. I was going to say Christian McCaffrey, but that's just silly. <laughs> You're so Austin silly. Eckler or Miles Eckler. Sanders? Eckler. Look at this guy. Quick draw McGraw, finally. Finally, huh? <sighs> I would take Eckler as well. Yeah, I'm leaning Eckler. Okay. Uh, they're both They're both like around the same age, right? Uh-huh. 20, 24-ish. I think, I think Eckler's, yeah. Slight bit older, but yeah. not bad. Yeah. Okay. There we go. COVID news out there. Big Ben, Baker, both on the COVID list. Both supposed to be ready for Sunday. Nothing nothing too crazy. Yeah, neither one of them actually has, has COVID. It. Right. They're, They're just, just around people. Exposed. That Vance McDonald was the guy that exposed Big Ben. They were on the, the flight back. That's why he's in it. I'm not sure on Baker Mayfield, but it looks like also somebody on the uh, Philadelphia coaching staff, I think, just uh, tested okay. positive for COVID as well. So it seems to be... Becoming more prevalent, so I guess it does. It seems like they're handling it pretty well, though. Like it seemed like the very first couple, it was like shut the games down, like you know, it's not. And now they're kind of like, okay, well, we're we figured out who's in contact, we'll isolate those people, and I mean, the the guys, they're all wearing tracers like all the time to track who they're close to and all that kind of stuff. So it should be pretty easy to figure out right who's been in close contact. So they should be able to get a get a hold of that pretty quickly. Staff member on the Browns was it? Yeah. Okay. For Baker. Okay. So the only thing we have to worry about here is now as as these cases start to pick up nationwide, as the cold weather is going to start to get, I, I don't know what that has to do with it. I'm not, I am not a scientist. What? <laughs> I didn't know if you guys didn't know this. But I figured with the war of nutrition that that was like straight from no, I, l- listen, a medical yeah, the background. Journal. Yeah. The medical My journals. sloppy mouth can be deceiving. I make him off very, very scientisty. But scientists, scientists, <laughs> did you just one? say? <laughs> yeah, I got them. All right, show me the money. Yeah, <laughs> ever heard about Manscaped? I have. Yeah, way more scientisty now. <laughs> All out there under the petri dish. <laughs> Wait, petri? That sounds small. <laughs> oh, now I'm in trouble. So, we got, you know, this your teams. You know, it's gonna be. You might if somebody's on the trading block and you can get somebody. Again, might not be bad to have some depth. For sure. I, somebody, somebody somewhere, somehow, is going to get screwed in the championship game because somebody's going to sit out because of COVID. No, I, I, I definitely agree. That's That was going to be my point with, with kind of all this is if you're if you're making a run, kind of bulk up a little bit. This is this is the time to do it. You know, playoffs are coming in close here. Yep, and, hit the weights. Uh, hit the weight room. Hit the weights. Bulk mm-hmm. up. Get that depth. 
Give the test these other petri dish. If you're if you're rolling with one quarterback because it's a one QB league, it might be time to, to get a backup to get a good backup. You know what I mean? If you're going for a serious championship, run. if they're available, if they're available, that's the big thing. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, we mentioned running back. He came back this week, scored a sweet thirty something point game. Right? Pretty yeah, sweet. He's Pretty back. Sweet. He's back. Is uh, he back? Uh, uh. Uh, we don't know. Hey, he might have been a little too scientisty too with the petri dish and the testing. That was his shoulders hurting. His shoulder hurts, which yeah. is normal for a shoulder to hurt with that. Well, if you move it too, if you move it the wrong way and you do it too much, get hurt yourself hurt over there. Shoulder he injury. He didn't miss any time in the game though, right? No, no. Uh, and, I think they just after the game they were checking like his clavicle, they were checking his ribs, they were checking that whole general area. Wait, what did you say, pervert? Clavicle? <sighs> Pervy McGurvy. Just a fancy word for collarbone. Oh, <laughs> collarbone. No. Uh, Obviously, there is a scientist on the show, apparently. <laughs> Mr. Anatomy over here. It's one of those fancy words. Yeah, I thought he was talking about like a clerical error or something, but whatever. I, I actually, I thought my sister broke her clavicle one time. She's like, what is that? I don't even have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. You'd be the <laughs> only. Must like, just be guys. I don't know. Yeah, you'd be the only person not to, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go like this? <laughs> so. Uh, um, are we worried about Christian McCaffrey going back on IR? I don't think he's going to go back on IR, but I am worried he's going to miss another game or two. Oh. <sighs> yeah. I got Christian McCaffrey in a redraft. That's <laughs> <laughs> my only share. Yes. <laughs> I have one share of Christian McCaffrey, and it's for the next, wait, what week are we in? <laughs> it's for the next four weeks. Four weeks. Because you're not making the playoffs? No, because I get drafted <laughs> Christian McCaffrey one overall, so things aren't looking good. Actually, you know what? My team is actually, I think, in like fifth place in the league. I'm now getting McCaffrey, so McCaffrey back. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. I also have Gurley, Antonio Gibson, and uh, Jonathan Taylor. Nice. That's pretty good running back depth. Yeah, tell me about him. Draft pretty well sometimes. Way to, bulk, way to bulk up for that. Bulking <laughs> up. Getting swole. Yeah, yeah, started pushing those shoulders yeah. on the Petries. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, somebody who's not coming back this year for sure. Now, this is going to be devastating for all Dynasty teams. Oh, no. Brace Alberto. Yourself. Oh, Alberto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He actually was looking like halfway decent, but uh, yeah, I don't think anybody was counting on him for their fantasy teams. You don't think so? No, I mean, it is good news for Noah Fant. He was stealing some targets from him. He I was. Mean, so this this will clear things up for him, and, and maybe fans will be become even bigger part a bigger part of the offense. Well, more devastating news for your Dynasty team. David McGumby. David, <laughs> David Montgumby. Montgumby. Where's Pokey? Uh, <laughs> if he was Gumby, there's no way he could get any concussions. That's yeah, true. Yeah. He just Sounds bend right and flex him. and he's fine. Exactly. David Montgomery right now, actually not a bad, this actually does hurt people. He is actually running, you know, for a guy who doesn't like. He's not flashy. Everybody who says like, oh, he's a poop sandwich, right? Like, right. oh, I got David Montgomery. It's no good on a team that somewhat has, doesn't have a great offensive line. He's running back 14 on the year. He's averaging 12.3 points per game, uh, almost a point lower than Antonio Gibson. Everybody loves Antonio Gibson right now, but he's only averaging a point lower than Antonio Gibson, actually 0.9 points uh, lower than Antonio Gibson. And he's close. He's close to Clyde Edwards-Alaire point game, but he's running back 14, so he's a high-end running back too. Now, granted, he's played every game, so that helps. And he's gotten basically every touch with Tariq Cohen out. Danny Kelly tweeted out the other day, and I thought it was a perfect description of David Montgomery. If you need 10 points, David Montgomery will get you 11. If you need 15 points, David Montgomery will get you 11. Yep. That, that's, there you go. That's, well, he's actually going to get you about 12.3. Uh, that's his average. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, hey, Danny, I know you listen. 12.3, buddy. Um, <laughs> for me, so so David Montgomery, most people, even if you own David Montgomery, want to bail, bail on him, right? For sure. Especially so, if you're not a contender. So if you are a contender, would you give your first 
for David Montgomery? Because I feel like you could buy David Montgomery for first right now. People are just itching, right? They're just itching. Like you, you're like, hey, I'll give you a first for David Montgomery. You're gonna be like, okay, play it cool, play it cool. Don't act overexcited. Oh my god, my nipples gotta hide them. Getting really excited here. I mean, he is running back 14 overall. Can I get a first and second? Don't decline. Don't decline. Don't, 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 never mind. Never don't, mind. Never mind. Never don't mind. Don't the trade. I got agree. The trade. Would you take a first for David Montgomery or would you buy a first for David Montgomery? Both questions. I would definitely take a first for him. Okay. Uh, I am a on fist the, or a first? I would, I'll give a fist. Somebody tries. Tough guy. Yeah, exactly. Tough guy. Muscle um, McGee over here. People know. <laughs> so, look at the YouTube channel. So I don't know that I, if I was a contender, I would do it. Yes. Yes. Garrett? Oh, dead air yes. Again. Yes, I would. I, it's it's gross because, like, there's there's no long-term value to David Montgomery. Like, None. he's not going to be the running back next year. Even with literally all the touches, he's still not really doing anything. In these past two weeks, he's faced terrible defenses, still, like, barely cracked double-digit points. About 12.3. Yeah. Well, not in those two weeks, but yes. Uh, so... If I needed to, to make sure I had a, a running back three. But if it's at the point where I'm counting on him as my running back two, I'm probably not actually a contender. Ooh, last three weeks, David Montgomery averaging 9.9. Yeah. Hey, Danny Kelly, you know what you're talking about. He's nailing it. Yeah. He stuff. Nail it. So I don't think you would make this move to plug him into your lineup right away. I don't it's know. It's a that depth move, you think? I think, I think with all the, the stuff going on and you're just a little nervous, you're a little thin, you only have two guys that you're really relying on, I would make a move like this to get a guy like Montgomery to, to boost your bench and it would mitigate any sort of risk if a guy went down. If you're a contender, would you rather have David Montgomery who is in concussion protocol or would you rather have David Johnson who's in concussion protocol? Oh, David Montgomery. I'd rather have uh, a sweet succulent sandwich over David Johnson. I'm, I'm with him there. Yeah. I would also. I, I, I agree. But it, it, they're both in situations where they get a lot of touches and just don't, don't really do anything don't with Don't do them. a lot with them. Okay. So is, is that sandwich a Jersey Mike's by any chance? Oh, dude. If, I'll definitely take that. Uh, Jersey yeah. Mike's subs. Those are the dude, those are the top best. notch. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not <laughs> a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> but if you would just, like to sponsor. Just because my mouth started watering, and that's what I was thinking of. Dude, when, I will lick some Jersey Mike's. I will eat it. I don't know about licking uh, it. That's weird. But I'm gonna eat it. Uh, you don't lick your subs? I no, I don't lick my W's. I don't lick my subs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a weirdo. He I just the, eat them. Oh, he did lick those W's. <laughs> didn't eat them. God, that was like still the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. So weird. You know what? <laughs> Only because I thought of it, that means it for sure happens. Somebody out there 100 licks their subs before they eat them. I'm sure they do. Weirdos. Probably <laughs> my 600 pound life type thing. Just let know. you know, you're weird. That's okay. We're all weird in our own ways. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, who are you? <laughs> oh, who are you? I got a lot of things I'm not willing to share in this podcast that makes me even weirder. <laughs> Won't tell anybody about those though. Sub liquor. <laughs> so David Montgomery. So there's another guy. We're going to talk about him a little bit here. So David Johnson. We, you mentioned him in pro protocol. So let's go to him right now before we get a Debbie. Then we'll do a commercial. Then we'll do this Debbie talk. Right. Right. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson right now is running back number 15 on a year, averaging 13.2 points per game, one point more than David Montgomery. Do you think he's, do you think you could buy Antonio Gibson right now? Like, so flip side of like, hey, David Montgomery, would you give up a first for David Montgomery? I said yes, I didn't say anything. I would say yeah, if I was a contender like you, it would either be my running back two or just for the depth, right? Because right. anything to make sure I had that insurance when I get to the playoffs, I can win. 
Antonio Gibson's going to cost you more than a first. You he, they, they drafted him with a second. Would you be willing to pay a first and a second for Antonio Gibson right now? He's flirting with running back one numbers now. Um, running back number 15. But again, there's the same argument you want to make about Kareem Hunt. There's been sure. a lot of guys missing here. Sure. Now, Antonio Gibson's also started off really slow. That's the thing. Week one, he, he had a rough week. But from there on, he's had double-digit point games in PPR every single week. So that's the type of thing where, yes, maybe he hasn't had as many boom games as we would have loved to have seen at this point, but he's been very, very solid. And we know that this situation in in Washington is weird at best. Uh, I mean, they don't even have a name for their team right now. I will. Subliquers, weirdos. (laughs) The Washington Subliquers. It kind of rolls off your tongue. It kind of works. <laughs> Not too bad. I've heard worse names. <laughs> yeah, get out there and look those subs. <laughs> but uh, I, I would be willing to do that. I, I think this continues. I think he's only progressing. One and two and twenty-one. Huh? One, a one and two and twenty-one. Yeah, I would do it. Okay, I would do it. If I, if I'm willing to give up a twenty twenty-one first for David Montgomery, I'm definitely willing to give up um, a first and a second for Antonio Gibson, who has actually. Uh, uh, a much better long-term and if it's projection. A, even in a one QB league, as long as I don't think it's going to be top like three or four, I, I'd even be willing to give up a pick that's like a mid first. Like, along with so the if second. you have somebody else's first or like you're in the middle of the road trying to contend, like, right. So even if you're like, you're trying to make a push, but you still end up running back depth. So you're not, that's, cause he can still help you in the future too. Yeah. So you're that's not necessarily I are mean, yeah. all in contender, but like maybe that's the move right now. Yep. But then if you go with the first and second, you might as well throw a fourth in to make it like seem like a sweet overpay. Right. Well, I mean, if, I love that move. Throw him out. I mean, if they ask for it, give it to him. Who cares? Here's a 12th too. Take it. Hey, I need a little bit more. All right. Here's my fourth. Good luck with that turd, Ferg. Here's some blind bid money. (laughs) (laughs) That always cracks me up when people throw that. I'm like, okay. It's it's a 40 man roster. What am I going to do with these extra $12? (laughs) I'll wait for Wednesday and pick my guys up for free. Like I always do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not bidding on these guys. Oh, so let's get, before we get into our uh, Debbie way too early, way somewhat too early. Like mock draft conversation mm. players here, because we got only got about like 25 minutes left. Okay. Let's talk about our friends at Manscaped. That's right. Manscaped Autumn is in the air, and Manscaped is here to ensure you don't carve your pumpkins when you're grooming by pumpkins. You don't carve your pumpkins. You're <laughs> And those are the very sensitive pumpkins. They get real <laughs> soft, real easy. Um, we actually mean your boys downstairs. In fact, Manscaped is on a mission to change the way you approach caring for your balls. And great news, they just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. We actually have a good following in the UK. We do. In Australia, too, yeah, surprisingly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all my mates, hey, Manscaped's for you, for your mates. Um, so Manscaped. Mateys. We, Keep all- your mateys clean. <laughs> We just pirates. offended everyone in the UK and Australia. We now have no listeners. They're not pirates, Matt. They're Australians. My bad. Dude, if you're going to live down under, take care of the down under, right? There you go. Got it down there. So Manscaped, uh-huh. I have Manscaped. You have Manscaped. I do. You have Manscaped. Definitely. Our producer has Manscaped. Yep. All our wives appreciate it. They do. I know. Mm-hmm. She tells me, she's like, I appreciate you more when you're not a walking, disgusting, gross person. And like this makes you less gross than you are, but... I mean, technically, you're still gross, but you're less gross. Not as much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The level of grossness has lowered. Thanks to Manscaped. Manscaped. They have the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which offers a replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin-safe technology, which helps reduce grooming accidents. They have their weed whacker for those nose hairs. Got to get 
rid of Rapunzel out of your nose. Nothing's worse when you're talking to somebody and they got this big bush coming out of their nostrils. It's like, dude, grow a mustache if you're going to do that, right? Blend that, it that, in. That hides it all. Look at it. You can hide it. Gary, you can never tell. I have so tell. many long ones. Yeah. You don't even know. No. Feng Shui over here. Yeah. He's Feng Shui in the nose hair. He knows where it's going. They have the crop cleanser, body wash. They got the uh, crop preserver, uh, moisturizer for down low. I have that. As you say, you've told us all about that. Love it. Silky smooth all the way around. I hey, if I land on a rail, funny like if I'm skateboarding, I'm not skateboarding. But if I do, I'm <laughs> this a, is a really bad image. I'm a slide, slide, slippy dud all the way down to safety. Gotcha. That's, that's my friends at Manscaped. And guys, guess what? Right now, you get twenty percent off and free shipping at Manscaped.com with the promo code. Nerds. That's right. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code nerds. You have to bonsai that bush, people. Do it for me. Do it for yourself. And do it for every person you're going to be interacting with that has the opportunity to see that manscaped artery. Art. Artistic. Area. Area. (laughs) Just area. Art. See that art that you do. Because, hey, you can can cart. You can be a vanilla ice in that bad boy if you wanted to. You could. Manscaped.com. 20% 20% off, free shipping. I had no idea where that was going. I was like, Vanilla Ice that. Well, he's too young for Vanilla Ice. ice. Baby. Come on. Ice, get off that train, son. Good one, right? Good one? Very yeah. good one. 16 years old, Rich Dotson, <laughs> rocking it. Actually, that was okay, eighth grade. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Now we're going to talk some way too early. Way too early. 21 prospects because, like, some of us are still competing for ships, but some of you out there are not. You didn't hit the ice cube. You hit the iceberg. Time to abandon ship. Yep. I need draft picks. Who are we looking at? Um, obviously, in a super flex league, the 1-1, one, one, the 1-2 are clear as day. Right. Absolutely. It's it's Trevor Lawrence. It's Justin Fields. Like, I would be absolutely positively shocked if either one of those are not one of the top two picks come, come draft day. It would have to be a major injury to one of the guys. or I mean, it would have to be something catastrophic for those not to be two, both of those guys. And if anything... Justin Fields might even be closing that gap a little bit. I think it's still clear as day that Justin or uh, Trevor Robert. Lawrence is the, the 101. Right. But Justin Fields has looked fantastic. We know that he has the rushing upside as well, which is you know really important for your fantasy football team. So as of right now, I think one and two are locked in. But Jared actually has the super flex mock that our Debbie team just did. So Jared, whoa, do you want- whoa, whoa, you have a mock draft? I do. From our Ooh. Debbie team? From our Debbie team. Listen, if you go to DynastyNerds.com right now, we have every single thing that you need to be a successful dynasty player. It does not matter what you play. And all our content, free. That's right. Capital F, capital R, lower KC, lower KC, free. The craziest free. part of all of this, there are so many guys in the in the dynasty nerds ranking. We all know that I love Devi. These writers of ours are so hardcore that they're introducing me to players where I'm like, who why is this guy in our rankings? Who is he? Oh, he's uh, oh, okay. So, I mean, these guys are on it. We're, it's like 200-some players deep. These guys are on it. If you play Debbie, you have to get DynastyNerds.com. If you play Dynasty, you still have to. We just added player shares yep. to the Dynasty UM tool. It's so, You would think a little thing like that would not be that great. It's glorious. It's If you play in more than five leagues, it's, it's and amazing. On, and on top of that, we added player cards. So when you click the player... It brings up all their information, but not only that, it shows you every what team he's on in every single league. You got again, guys, gals, you have to try the dynasty. It's only getting better. I'm not even telling you to go out there and buy it. Well, yes, I am. I'm not telling you just to go out there and buy it. But if you <laughs> please do, if you're on the fence because you're like, hey man, this is three bucks a month, man. Like I'm, you know, COVID's out there, it's eating up in my pocket. Then you shouldn't be playing dynasty, first of all. But if you are playing dynasty, 
Try the GM. Try the GM. For free. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's free. And you're just, if you try it, I, I, it's going to be love at first sight. You're going to mm. put a ring on it. Mm. So back to the Debbie. Good luck, good luck putting it down. Our Debbie right? team just did a super flex mock draft, you say? Literally finished up what, yesterday, Jared? So Last night. Yeah. Last night. So Flash. it's super accurate. So this is fresh off the presses. Jared, yeah. can so, you please give us the results of your super flex? We did a super flex and a one QB. So I have. We have both. And, you know, this year, depending if you're in super flex tight end premium or one QB, the value of these picks change, changes drastically. I agree. The 2021 class is really deep at quarterback and really deep at tight end. So that's going to push all those wide receivers and running backs down, or at least it should. Was this super flex tight end premium draft? It, it was only super flex. Okay. Because tight end premium, Kyle Pitts is going to get a boost. Hey, he's, he's, he's in this first round. I'll Dude, give you he a little spoiler. Is non-premium he, in the first round. Dude, he you, is legit. You, you guys know I love tight ends, right? I love tight ends. So you we, have a tight end. It's your favorite, yeah. When we get to the super flex tight end premium like talk, I know I'm going to be like, I'm going to be out here like uh, President Trump out there. like Shake weights? Yeah. Shake, shake weight in it. Shake waking the ghost. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, he's coming over first. Oh, my eyes. Uh, that's going to be me, uh, Kyle Pitts. But uh, Jared, read off the results. We need to hear it. Okay. Superflex first. Rookie mock draft. Okay. So first overall, obviously, we have Trevor Lawrence. Easy peasy. Yep. Yeah. Slam dunk. 102. Raju took Travis Etienne. Raju always does that. He loves the running so backs. So I'm going to say, I 100% of the time, I'm going to take Justin Fields here. I think all three of you guys are too, based yeah. on what we just 100%. talked about. Absolutely. Yep. And like what I've seen of Justin Fields this year. Sorry, Raju. Compared to last year. It's been <laughs> oh, he's like, great, dude. It's been night and day. Like his, his transformation from last year to this year, uh, Justin Fields, is night and day. His vision on the field is... Surpass, like, I don't know, complete 180. Like, last year, my biggest fault was that he was staring down his receivers a lot. He was locking in. Yep. Yeah. This year, none of that. Very poised in the pocket. Looks great. What a great pick at number two. He, oh. <laughs> oh, wait, he actually no, won he'll be, he'll be a great pick at number two. He'll in this draft, be. he was, he was yep. number three. But that shows the value of the running back here because, I mean, yeah, he's, it's basically ETN and then it falls off. So, yeah. my guess is that was his thinking. Yeah, so I'm going to say who actually took these guys. A 101 was Eric Haroff. Trevor Lawrence, Raju Byfield, 102, Travis Etienne. We got Derek Bosworth at 103, took Justin Fields, obvious pick there. Dynasty PJ at 104, took Najee Harris, running back from Alabama. 105, John Glosser, took Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. 106 is my pick. I took Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State. That's where Carson Wentz went. Nice. Yep. Yep. Matt Jackson, 107, Kyle Trask. Quarterback, Florida. He had a great game this past week against Georgia. Yes. We already have four quarterbacks off the board here. So, 108, Carl Vagel took Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. 109, Felix Sharp, Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. So, that's five. Five in the first round. 110, Matt Bruning took Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama. Six. Half of the first round. It's crazy. You don't get you don't get many drafts like that. You don't. No. No. The, the Josh Rosen, obviously, that draft had a lot of QBs as well. One eleven's a tight end, Kyle Pitts from Florida. There it is. And then one twelve, we have Rondell Moore, wide receiver from Purdue. So these in a super flex league, wide receivers and running backs are getting pushed down. These second round picks are going to be really valuable. So what this tells you right out the gates, right here, midst of. 
the the trade and frenzy going on right now in dynasty leagues is not in a super flex league. Don't be over pursuant on the first round pick, which is always the hardest pick to get in any draft. Sure. Attack these seconds, attack mm-hmm. them and get as many as you can. Cause there is going to be a plethora of wide receivers. there, running backs and tight ends. I was I was gonna say, well, there was backs. two, two running backs that went in the first round. That's it. Right. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about earlier. I think there's kind of a tear break after those guys. So, you know, guys like Chuba, who I'm not as high on, he looked great last year. Well, depending on who you ask, I wasn't super high on him. I was going to say, I didn't love his tape last year. Right. I, I, I thought would, he should have gone back, and it doesn't sound like he's done. It's hurt his stock, actually, yeah. this year, I think, a little bit. Uh, one of the guys I'm, I'm actually getting higher and higher on is Amir White uh, out of Georgia. He was the top running yeah. back out of high school. Problem was, he tore his ACL his senior year, tore his other ACL his freshman year. So that really hurt, but had a had a real good season last year for Georgia. With what Georgia does, they rotate their running backs a lot and whatnot. But this year, he's really starting to get to the next level. We're starting to see more speed, more explosiveness out of him. And Frank, seen, Gordon, did the same, Frank Gordon did the same thing. I he scored both him. ACL, uh, yeah. ACLs early, and he had the longest career in the history of a career. So He's still going. Um, still going. I've seen clips of, of, of White, and he looks really good. He looks explosive. Is he eligible to come out this year? He is. He'll, he'll be a he'll be a junior this year, or actually redshirt sophomore. Redshirt red sophomore. But and two ACL injuries. He's coming out. He's he said I got to get to the league. But he, I've actually so I've already started with the nerd score. I've already started breaking it. The early I haven't done my deep dives on all these guys yet, but I've already started with the nerd score. Uh, I have Travis Etienne. Like he, I have him about as high as I had Dobbins, who was my top guy uh, for the nerd score last year. My my personal top guy. Uh, and then there's a huge gap. And then I have, I actually have Zamir White second. And then I have Najah Harris third. Okay. So, hey, hey, if he has a game like he did last week, and when I get to the tape, because again, I don't do all my rookie tape until sure. people are like, hey, where are you in the rookies? Like, I don't touch these rookie tapes until that season's over. Like, my focus is on the NFL right, right now. Like, I know you Debbie guys do that, but like, my focus is on to be the best player I could be for this year for Dynasty. So that's yep. my focus. We make it really easy to do that with the film room, too. Yeah, yeah. real easy. Yeah. And that's why I love the film room. I have a quick five minutes. I can watch some tape. Like, okay, Samir, what? I want to watch last week's game. I want to watch every play. Dynasty Nerds film room. We have all these rookies, all their games for, you can watch their entire game in five minutes of every snap they played. Yep. Courtesy of the Dynasty Nerds film room. It's just another perk they get for being a Nerd Herd member. You get the bonus podcast. You get the Nerd Score. You get the uh, the, the, the the rookie film room. You have so many options just to be a Nerd Herd member. If you go to the premium for five bucks a month, then you get the, again, the Dynasty GM tool. Take your Dynasty game to a whole other way. So it's not just the tools. It's the film we have, the articles, the rankings. You get yep. everything. So going back to this, this 21 Superflex draft, listen, whenever you have an opportunity to grab a quarterback and they're taking the first round of the NFL draft, I'm a firm believer in Superflex leagues. You just do that. Yep. You know what I mean? People gave us a lot of crap last year for saying you got to take Justin Herbert third overall. People were, I remember when we did our Superflex YouTube video last year, people were like, oh, I turned it off after it said Justin Herbert third overall. These guys don't know anything. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Good luck trying to buy Justin Herbert in a Superflex league right now. Good luck trying to offer the, I mean, okay, maybe for Trevor Lawrence you can. It's a bad year to say it. But, like, you know, Justin Herbert, Trevor, uh, uh, Justin Fields. You're taking you're taking Justin Herbert. All these Justins going around. So many Jays. Yeah, where's Britney Spears when you need her? She's going to get excited. So, for me, this year, like, okay, I can get a quarterback in the first. I love Jamar Chase. I love Bateman just as much as the next guy. But, listen, there's tons of talent then in the second round that I can get there. Jalen Waddell, Devontae yep. Smith, 
right? There's tons of talent. And then even in the third round, there'll probably be guys like Chris Olave out there who's sure. just as good. That maybe in the Superflex League this year, you might be able to get at the back end of the second. So this year, just like last year, when you're getting guys like Antonio Gibson, um, this year might be even deeper because of the Superflex talent. And there's going to be more tight ends than just Kyle Pitts as well because most Superflex leagues are tight end premium. So, right. Brevin Jordan, Pat Fryermuth. This is probably the best tight end class in the last decade, I would say. I, I think so. Gronk, Aaron Hernandez. 2019 was good. Yeah. It's it's better. With Hawkinson yeah. and, and Fant and, and Irv Smith, but I agree. I think I think these three guys, and there's actually one or two other guys that could sneak in that aren't too bad, Charlie Kohler. and well, Firemuth you know, is great guys. out of Penn State. He's, right. he's, he's, that, he's that overall solid. He's like Hawkinson almost, yeah. right? He's, he's more of your prototypical, like he can block, he can catch. He's not this crazy, absurd athlete, but neither was Gronk. Neither was, yeah. you know, a lot of those guys, but he's going to win in a lot of those same types of ways. Kyle Pitts. I'm just bigger, more physical. He's going to be more like Kelsey. Uh, yeah, more like Kelsey. Maybe even like uh, Darren Waller, uh, stylistically, could even like talent wise be better, but stylistically, he's, he's more of that like big wide receiver. He's a wide receiver, yeah. basically, yeah. that happens to play tight end. So he's unreal. So, but Jared, I think you brought up a really good point though. Uh, you mentioned the value difference in super flex tight end premium leagues versus one QB leagues this year. There might be a bigger discrepancy this year than we've seen most seasons, right? Yeah. I mean, just the, if you're in super flex, you value quarterback more and there's a lot of respected draft analysts that are saying there could be at least six quarterbacks going in the first round. So like we saw in this mock draft, you want to you want to do that, and that's just going to push. That's going to push the talent at the wide receiver and running back position down. And it's going to be like that year Baker came out when you that draft had a lot of talent at running back as well and receiver. But you saw that draft, and I was in a lot of those drafts and a lot of analyst leagues where it just went, you know, Baker, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson. You know, and Lamar Jackson even slipped a little bit. So you had right. you got boom, 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 boom quarterbacks there. Can we get the can we get the one QB or the yeah. one not uh, the one QB PPR mock draft two here to kind of look at that yep. so for listeners so, to hear the actual yeah, things so for there? John Glosser at one hundred one took Jamar Chase, wide receiver LSU. Matt Bruning at one hundred two took Najee Harris Ooh. as the first running He's been back a big off Harris the board. Guy. Yeah, from Alabama. Then at one hundred three we had Alex Kerpeski take Travis Etienne from Clemson, and then I took Rondell Moore at one hundred four, wide receiver from Purdue. Matt Jackson at 105 took Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. Eric Kortz at 106 took Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. Raju Byfield at 107 took Chuba Hubbard, running back, Oklahoma State. Felix Sharp at 108 took Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. Wide receiver playing tight end, that's a lot of people say. Yep. Hey, he's a blocker, though, too. He, I was he's surprised good. when we broke down a, a little bit of his tape for the film nerds. I was surprised how efficient he was, or at least the effort that effort he gave. Is there, yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't. He didn't always have the frame to do it, right. but the effort and the desire was there. So, yeah. I mean, um, that's, that's the winning combination. That's what you want to see from a guy. You know, like a guy at least willing to go out there and block. Right. Should block. I mean, yeah. sometimes you got to do is just get in the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some a lot of these guys. I mean, they're just they're just too soft to to, to play the position. It sounds like he's at least got the aggressive mm -hmm. nature in him. One oh nine, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama, and he's a guy that might end up falling you might be able to get a steal in your drafts because he's probably not going to perform at the combine he's one of the fastest guys probably maybe the fastest in this class but he's out for the season similar now. speed to rugs right right yep um Derek bosworth at 110 took trevor lawrence there so you get your quarterback off the board um I, I, you might even want to take trevor earlier i mean he's 
He's the golden boy. It's so hard, though, in, in a one QB league when you're staring at these position players. Oh, everybody's got a quarterback he could already. Be next Drew Brees. Uh, no, I agree. No, I'm not saying that's a bad pick at all. Trevor yeah. Lawrence, anywhere I think where he goes, you're, you're, I'm okay with that. As high as like in this draft, like I would take him over Chuba Hubbard, you know, for example, mm-hmm. um, this D- early. Ditto. So would I. Yeah. So, but now when you get to some of these receivers, again, it's, it's, it's a weird mix into one QB because you can always go get a QB in one QB. You know what I mean? There's all, right. there's, there's only 12 that start. So, but a Trevor Lawrence. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. we get back to here 111. At Carl Vagel took Justin Fields then. Okay, Ohio so State. Yep. And then Eric Haroff at 112 took Terrace Marshall from wide receiver from yeah. LSU. So good. He, he's, he's really impressed me. He was a guy that was moving up my board a little bit, but there's a lot of other guys that didn't even make the cut. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll name off a, yeah, some of them ahead. here. So, we got wide receiver Tylen Wallace from Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. He's a guy to keep an eye on. Amon Ross, St. Brown, wide receiver USC, Tamorian Terry, Florida State, yep. Seth Williams, Chris Olave. I mean, there's a lot of wide receivers here. It's a deep wide receiver class. And we, we mentioned Zamir White earlier. He's a guy that I Kenneth, think is moving up boards. Kenneth we'll see if Gainwell. other people agree. Kenneth Gainwell to Memphis. He decided to sit out this year after his redshirt sophomore year. He had a really good season. Or actually, after his redshirt freshman year at Memphis. Had a really good year. And we've, seen all, there, yeah. we've seen all the players that have, have come out recently. Gibson, uh, Henderson. Uh, there's been a lot of good running backs coming out of Memphis lately. So mm-hmm. the the reason the reason we talk about this because I know there's a lot of people on here that are like, "Well, I'm not a Debbie guy. I don't really care about Debbie." But this that's, doesn't do with Debbie. This is getting ready for the 21 rookie class. That's exactly, be extremely deep. So you need to know about what 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 the what you are expecting out of these players out of this class ahead of time before you go ahead and trade those picks. Right. Because it's it's helpful to know that, okay, this year looks like this. Next year might look like that. We obviously don't know for sure. At this point last year, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was just coming onto the scene. Two years ago, Josh Jacobs, we weren't even talking about him declaring for the draft yet. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that could still happen. The the pack hasn't even started playing yet. Last uh, week was Last first week was week. our first yeah. week. Big Ten's only three the, weeks in. The running so. back field's going to change. The sure. receiving field's not going to change much. Probably not much. And no. the QB is going to it's going to change just a little bit. Like I said, it's Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, right. and then it's like, okay, who do you like? Do you like Trey Lance? Do you like to get out of BYU? Do you like to get out of Alabama? Do you like right. to get out of Florida? You know, it's it's, it's going to be who who do you like? Just like it was during the Baker year, right? Like some right. people like Josh Rosen over Sam Darnold. Some people like Josh Allen. We made a case on the show. I remember when we were talking about Lamar Jackson. I was like, okay, I'm about to make the case why you should draft Lamar Jackson. I went back to the Michael Vick. Like, hey, he was running quarterback one overall, quarterback uh, three overall, just on his rushing alone. So if you can get that ability, then you're going to get a high-end quarterback. You compare Josh Allen to like a Cam Newton. And right. You can get that. Now, if you took both of those guys, either Lamar Jackson or Josh sure. Allen, the back two quarterbacks that were taken in almost every draft, rookie draft, were the best two quarterbacks taken uh, for a fantasy perspective. Like yep. you would, Josh Rosen doesn't play. Baker Mayfield is just uh, a quarterback two, right. and Sam Darnold's a quarterback three. So, yep. you know, and then meanwhile, Lamar Jackson right now they have the best year, but last year he won you a championship, and Josh right. Allen's a, a quarterback one. So, great players, but like Garrett said, you have to be it, when you play dynasty. It's it's a constant, it's a constant game, right? Like you're thinking about now and you're thinking about the future. So the future entails rookie picks, like. Okay, that's fine. You're going to trade for rookie picks, but what are you trading for? Like, you know, this rookie class is going to be deep, but like, who are some names you could look for? That's why you use DynastyNerds.com for help you help you with you know things along those lines as well. So, I mean, yep. it's all it's all about knowing the value of things, right? And, and 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 you can't know that unless you kind of see 
what's coming down the pipeline. It's the same thing NFL personnel people do. Yeah. I mean, they're always looking at, hey, who's going to be available through the draft? Who's going to be available through free agency? Free agency yep. And they kind of marry the two things together to figure out, you know, which way they have to go in both avenues. And you have to do the same thing right. to your dynasty team. And, and, and that's why it's helpful to know right now, like 22, I'm not very high on 22. Right. I don't think there's a lot of players in there. We've been talking about 20 and 21 for a while now. These, these are the years to get those guys. It might be slim pickings the so, year after. So last question on, on that note, yeah. um, before we wrap this up here, do you think it's a good idea when we're making these trades? We just said trying to get a lot of seconds. Like maybe there's a player you don't like, and we know there's a team in your league that has multiple seconds. Are you willing to give up like a player that you're ready to get up and your 22 first to get multiple 21 seconds? Yeah, I would be willing to do that. Yeah, it, We talked about, you know, especially if it's the super flex. Super that, in a super... It's going to be super deep in a super flex league is where right. the real depth. It's a little bit more shallow in the one QB. It's going to be like this year. Right when you get around pick, we got around pick 14, 15, it started to take a, a big drop off yep. there. Because once you got past the, the Denzel Mims, Michael Pittmans, right around there, and then you start ending the Brandon Ayuk, who's looked good, mm -hmm. the Antonio Gibsons, the Anthony McFarland, like that category, which some of those guys do pan out and they're great, like Antonio Gibson. Ayuk looks sure. great so far. But there's a drop off. We're in a super flex league. Last year, we only had a couple QBs to extend it. This year, we have six. So the second, we're now the Superflex last year went to about pick 18. Right. This is going all the way to 24. Right. So the seconds is, just on this conversation alone, we've learned that the Superflex 21 seconds are must-buys. Like, not kind of, you like, oh, starts, maybe I buy it. Start stockpiling. It, it's huh. a, an aggressive move you should be. Especially those early ones because that they're either pushing down a couple running backs that could be starters or Pat Fryermuth, Brevin Jordan at tight end, you know, one of one or two of those quarterbacks slip. Like there's a lot of really, and even if it's a really smart draft that does everything right. Okay. I'll take Amon Ross St. Brown out of USC who looks fantastic. Like, you know, there, there's just going to be a lot of really solid players there. And then we're on the combine darlings, yep. which uh, I can't wait for. So in, in the draft, the shares in Cleveland. So hopefully it, uh, hey it's a success. Hopefully things clear up enough for us to be able to go. Here we go. I want to see Trevor Lawrence. So throw a little party. That's it. Uh, that's the show this week. Remember, the show is now on YouTube. So make sure you check out YouTube. Check out this gorgeous studio that we're in. Ooh, uh, nice. You got to figure out so some nice. ways to give away this, uh, give away some of these jerseys here. And Baker Mayfield's mine. <laughs> some we got, of these jerseys. I do. This we, we do got some Baker Mayfield. Rotson. We got some. Baker. Oh, that's weird. He's the winner. We got Baker Mayfield jerseys coming in. Actually, we got Kyler Murray jerseys coming in. Um, we got a, we got a good connection with a a, a new uh, jersey supplier Ooh. that has gives away uh, jerseys. Dynasty breaks they're called. Um, coming out soon, and they're going to be providing us with some jerseys to give to our listeners through the YouTube channel. Nice. So we're some trade, trading cards away too. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll get those away too. You guys want to down that rabbit hole? You guys want to sign Rich Dotson, uh, autographed pitcher, rookie Rich, <laughs> rookie Rich? No, but we're gonna do the, the way we're gonna do that is through the YouTube channel, so we can promote the YouTube channel. Twelve cent value, piece of a jersey, Mike sub in there. Oh, <laughs> freshly licked. It's a piece licked. of his lunch card. <laughs> I look that bad boy. So that's it. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to talk Dynasty Fantasy Football, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. And I'm at Dynasty Price. So you can follow the site at Dynasty Nerds. And again, check it out. Get on that Dynasty GM and see where you stand. Use it for the free three-day trial. Just try it. That's what I was saying. Just try it out try for three out. days. I promise you're going to love it. Like Just like our shirts. We tell you our shirts are the most comfortable shirts. Feel it, Rich. In the world. Feel it. Everybody gets them like, dude, you weren't lying. I'm like, why would I Why, why would, would we I make lie? that up? Why would I make anything up? If you... We... 
for the last, we've been doing this for a long time and we put all that time into making the best dynasty tool out there. So if it's the best, we're going to tell you it's the best. What's that? What do you got? What's this? Ooh, oh, look, at, look at that nice look little lid. Look at this little hat right here. A little nerd. Ooh. Look at that. Oh, it's so white nice. too. I'm way too dirty for white. <laughs> My wife knows like if we, we can't That's... go. If I'm wearing a white shirt and we're going to dinner, it ain't coming back all white. Not coming back. Uh, it's not going to be all white. It's all white, Rich. No, it's not going to be all white. It's going to be, yeah. Drip, 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 drip. My wife's like, why do you eat like that? I'm like, I don't know. Is it is it from when you had the hole in your lip? It could have been. Yeah, when you had that piercing. It could have been. Yeah. Never listened to him talk. <laughs> I, didn't pier- I didn't have a pierced lip. Never listened to him talk. Oh, it was the tongue. You had, I had a tongue piercing. And, and, and I, you, I had had tongue piercing? you had a tongue piercing. You had a tongue pierce. Oh yeah. Dude, I was punk what? rock back in the day. I was so a skateboarder. Punk rock. Dude, and then I had my eyebrow pierced, and I had the barbell, not the hoop, and my barber was cut like combing my hair, and he hit it with the comb and just ripped oh. that bad boy right off my face. Scar. Yeah. I got a scar right here. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had my tongue pierced. Yeah. That was for me. I just learned something new today. Yes, yeah, yeah. I can still get a toothpick halfway through my tongue. I freak my kids out sometimes. And I can get a toothpick in there, sticks in there. I'm like, Ugh! My, my ear won't hold. My ear hole won't close because I had a gauge. Yeah, I had a gauge too. I had gauge errands. You had a gauge? Yeah. How am I learning all of this right now? <laughs> well, dude, that was uh, yeah. over, that's about 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm a new me. It was a long time ago. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm dynasty rich. Yeah, and I'm, <laughs> I'm dynasty rich. Yep. So we'll be back next week. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like it. Um, even if you don't use tube all the time, go to the show, subscribe it, like it, let it play in the background. We don't care. Nope. Just let it play in the background. Soothe it with your eyes. Just stare at Matt. Just listen. Just listen. <laughs> listen again twice on the podcast and at, Hey, and if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. There it is. All right, guys back next week. Thanks for listening. Adios.